welcome to the first episode of the Green Left podcast. My name's Ben Radford, and I'm a journalist for Green Left, and I'm joined by my friend and fellow journalist, Isaac Nellist. And we're going to take you through the news from across Australia and around the world. If you haven't heard of Green Left, it's a people-powered media project that's been running for more than 30 years. Green Left centers the voices of activists and gives you an alternative to the corporate media. Become a supporter today at greenleft.org.au slash support for only $5 a month. And before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge that we're recording on stolen land of the Gadigal people. This land was never ceded and it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. And Green Left is committed to supporting the struggles for First Nations justice across Australia and around the world. There were huge rallies across the country for Invasion Day on Jan 26. They were calling for the abolition of Australia Day, an end to deaths in custody and mass incarceration, and the abolition of the racist child protection system that continues to steal black children in record numbers. The voice to parliament was also discussed, with speakers in many cities saying it is not enough. Did you hear that uh, on the same day, a couple of neo-Nazis tried <laughs> to uh, stop Mary Beck City Council's Day of Mourning ceremony, Jeez. but they got shouted out of there. Oh, thank God. Well, there's been a whole heap of sensationalism in the corporate news lately around the events going on in Alice Springs. Um, but a First Nations-led organisation called Children's Ground said this sensationalism is actually putting young people at risk and they've called on the Prime Minister to listen to them about finding some solutions. And while the climate crisis is continuing, people are, people are really ramping up their action to demand that governments do something about it. Um, two women have uh, stopped logging in Yarrett Forest, north of Taree in New South Wales, by suspending themselves from trees with ropes. Um, and this follows on from action that other campaigners are taking who have blockaded logging in the nearby Bulga Forest. Yeah, and well, while this is happening, they're actually being targeted by a bunch of new laws. Um, two activists in WA were found guilty and fined for taking action against the Burrup Hub gas terminal. And so while, you know, while these activists are being targeted by these harsh anti-protest laws, you've got Santos, which is ignoring the impact of their new Pilliga gas pipeline. Um, a new report has basically come out saying that faulty valves, broken vents and a whole bunch of technical problems have already been shown to be part of their operational procedure in their gas projects. It's just crazy. Um, but as the housing crisis is a, a big problem at the moment, um, and public housing activists recently held a barbecue and protest in Waterloo in Sydney, which is drawing attention to the planned demolition of the Waterloo public housing estate and the need for more public housing across New South Wales and across the country. Yeah, there was a really good, really good turnout for that one. In, um, in a lot scarier news, the doomsday clock has crept the closest it's ever been as the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists have set the minute hand from 90 seconds to midnight, closest to ever been. Not good to hear. And now we'll go to what's happening internationally. In the US, President Joe Biden has announced a huge expansion of restrictions on people from Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua and Haiti from seeking asylum at the US border with Mexico. He's basically expanded this Trump-era policy, which is known as Title 42, which Eleanor Alsa, who's the director of the Refugee Protection Program at Human Rights First, she's called the policies a, quote, humanitarian disgrace. Well, it's crazy because also in the US, the Biden administration is actually outpacing the Trump government in allowing oil and gas permits. 
So a new analysis by the Center for Biological Diversity of Federal Data has found that the Biden administration has greenlit 6,430 permits for oil and gas drilling on public lands in 2021 and 2022. And um, Taylor McKinnon from the Center for Biological Diversity has called this a spectacular failure of climate leadership. The other crazy thing in the US, there's been these protests that have broken out across the country following the police killing of 29-year-old black man Tyree Nichols. So there's obviously been no progress since the uh, 2020 uprisings following the killing of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. According to media reports, a group of five police officers punched, kicked, tasered and pepper sprayed Nichols and he died three days later in hospital. Just horrible. Wow. So, yeah, as, as police continue to, to terrorise black people in the US, we've now got... um. Israel's continued occupation of Palestine, where just a few days ago, Israeli soldiers killed 11 Palestinians in Jenin, uh, in occupied West Bank. And this, the latest massacre brings the total death toll of Palestinians killed at the hand of Israeli forces just this month to 36. It's just terrifying, really. Um, in some more positive news, more than 300 leaders of uh, social organisations, unions and people's movements from across Latin America gathered in Buenos Aires uh, in Argentina, ahead of the Community of Latin American and Caribbean States Summit. Leaders discussed how to tackle the challenges of recent attacks on democracy, the rise in socioeconomic inequality and hunger, and the growth of the extreme right and US imperialism. And did you see that at the next day at the summit, at all the member countries, they signed on to the Buenos Aires Declaration, which was this 100-point program to make... Latin American and Caribbean countries, a, uh, a community of sovereign nations. Oh, great. Nearby in Peru, widespread protests have continued against the Dina Boluarte government, despite this really heavy-handed police repression that's already killed more than 60 people on 60 protesters, mostly young people and mostly in areas with high indigenous populations. Um, so Jorge Escalante, who's a leader of a left-wing party, he's part of the revolutionary socialist tendency of the Nuevo Peru party. So he spoke to Green Left from Lima and he said that, quote, each day Boluarte is more and more isolated with her only solid backing being the police, the armed forces and the reactionary right in Congress. So yeah, watch this space, the, the protests are continuing. Yeah, let's hope they can restore the democratic government to Peru. Um, just remember, you can read all of these stories in more detail and more at the Green Left website, greenleft.org.au. And before you go, we just wanted to let you know about an upcoming event that Green Left is hosting on February 20 called Sovereignty, Treaty and First Nations Justice. It's super exciting to have Green Senator Lydia Thorpe speaking, as well as Uncle Gary Murray from the Victorian Traditional Owners Land Justice Group. The discussion will be moderated by Socialist Alliance Marybeth Councillor Sue Bolton. So that's 6.30 on February 20 at the Drill Hall Multicultural Hub in Melbourne. And it's also going to be live streamed for anyone who wants to join in from around Australia. We've chucked a link to the Facebook event that's got more info in the podcast description. Green Left runs on people power. We don't accept corporate donations or advertising, so we need your support to continue. You can become a supporter for only $5 a month, and it's only $10 a month to get the hard copy paper delivered to your door. You can also donate to our 2023 Fighting Fund, which will help us make more content like this. 
go to greenleft.org.au slash support to help us out. And remember to follow at Greenleft Online on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok so you can keep up with the latest news and analysis. Thanks for listening.